Hi, I'm Matt C. Smith. Behind the camera, not quite, because he's on the camera today, is... Yes, Rufus Tangin. Together with Lunacorn on YouTube. Today, we're talking about what, Rufus? I want to take a little bit different angle on it, because I want to ask you a question I've been wondering a long time. So, when you start a business, and you're a lone team, when should you hire, and if you hire, should you hire, like, into your company, or should you go for a consulting yeah, um, a very scary question because when you first hire people, obviously that's a very daunting thing, right? Especially if it's been an idea you've been working on. Hopefully you've been working on the idea with one or two other co-founders. That's the dream case, dream scenario, of course. Remember, investors tend to only want to invest in two to four founder teams. Um, anything more than four is too much. I mean, to be honest, for me, anything more than three is too much. Um, but uh, it, for, because you get to share um, energy, effort, and stress, and all that kind of stuff, and you know, you know, you can look after one another as well. It's yeah. good for decision making. But anyway, to your question about hiring, so yeah, when when you first are going to bring someone into that, yeah. that's a very scary question, right? Because you've been working in a specific way for a specific specific period of time, and you know, f firstly, I, I, my question is like, what is the reason that you need to hire? Like, you know, what is it because you need marketing done? Do you need typically there's like a re reason for, for yeah. you needing to hire, and like anything, it's always great to test something out first mm. before you go and make a commitment. Because just remember, like, when you hire someone, hiring someone is a commitment to pay someone's salary for a period of time, um, most likely for, you know, well, an indefinite period of time, right? Because you're hiring them on a, uh, non a, a non-contractual basis. They get hired and it's a rolling basis, right? And uh, just before we start talking about hiring, like hiring in most countries is... Um, protected it's, it's you know jobs are protected in norway it's protected in france it's almost impossible to fire someone right so yeah just bear in mind like when you're getting into bed with someone uh you know like hiring them you know it's a real commitment for the business both financially and also emotionally because you're going to be now vested and you should be as a as a good founder or good leader in their progression and also remember that i think that was a statistic i read once which said that the average person takes six months until they actually reach their you know, uh, potential in a company um, because wow. it takes six months to learn the systems, yeah. learn the processes and, you know, and, and, and obviously feel like a sense of ownership, right? So, you know, judging someone on their performance within the first six months is, is, is quite difficult because not everyone comes into a company guns blazing and, and delivers all the time. You know, they need to learn the systems, learn the processes, uh, learn you and everyone's different and, 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 you know, it has to be a match. So to be honest, to your question about hiring someone versus um, getting a consultant, yeah, I think it's smart, especially in, if you're first hire in a startup, to work with people on contract basis. Okay, um, especially if it's like coders and developers and things like that. You know, you can. It's 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 it might be more expensive in the short run, in the in the sense that you're paying them a consulting fee, not a salary. But I think in the long run, it can be cheaper because you're, you know, you're, you're testing someone out. And even if you want to hire that person, like if you hire someone straight out, right? Firstly, also, if you, let's acknowledge the fact that if you're a new founder, first time founder, you know, how much hiring have you done in the past, right? It's yeah. new for everyone. And I've made mistakes uh, in the past and everyone makes mistakes. Hiring is the most important and most difficult thing. Really, it is. It's like, unfortunately, you can't have one without the other. There's no easy hiring process because regardless, you're going to be choosing between a multitude of people. You're going to try and ignore biases. You're going to try and choose the person you think is best for the job. But, you know, everyone tries to perform and showcase them best side during an mm -hmm. interview, right? So, yeah. 
you know, unless you test someone out for a period of time. So I've seen some companies when they want to hire someone full time, they do trial periods. Now I'm not talking about like hiring you and then giving you a trial period where they can basically fire you without any notice within the first three months. I'm talking like saying, Hey, let's see if there's a team fit, yeah, a skill okay. fit. So come on board uh, and we're going we're gonna to basically, you know, do a consulting period for two, three months or one month or six weeks or whatever yeah. period it is on a project, which will obviously test them. They're more likely to over deliver on that too, because they want to get the job at the end of it. And you, you can do this contractually. It's legal to do this contractually. You say like, you know, okay. you can say that if, if you hit these milestones by this period, you know, uh, we will, we will hire you. We don't have an obligation, but we, but we, we have the option to hire you at the end of yeah. this. And you set the terms, you know, so the person knows what they're working towards. And that can be a really great wor- uh, way to work towards hiring someone. Basically. I wish I'd done more of that in the early days. Okay, because I heard like horror story of like you hire a person, especially in Norway, and it's a startup hiring a person, and it ended up costing so much because it was like a wrong hire, and they're impossible to get rid of like the wrong person in the company. But how would it be if you rent a person from a consulting, big consulting company? Is it easy to like get that person on board if he likes doing consulting? Is like I, that's a good question. I mean, obviously, if, if 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 you, I mean, your example given there, I think a startup would probably never do like a big consulting firm. You know, they're not yeah, going okay. to hire someone from PwC or McKinsey or Deloitte. Right? I know. Like, that's never going to happen unless the investors want it and pay for it. But yeah. In reality, you're looking at sort of hiring someone on a freelance basis, basically, right? Yeah. You know? um, and, you know, for the most part, some people might want to do that because they realize that, yeah, if I do this for a short period of time, um, it's, uh, it's you know, while I'm also looking for other jobs. And, like, you can be transparent with the person. Like, you know, they can continue to look for other jobs, for example. But, obviously, during this period, maybe you could also do some exclusivity with them to have an option to hire them. They have to tell you. Like, they can continue to look for other jobs. But if it's going well, they have to give you an option. Say, hey, like, like I've got an offer or I'm getting late in a process. So, you know, it is a balancing act, but I think, you know, ultimately it all comes down to communication, right? So yeah. if you can communicate with people, because pulling the trigger, your first 10 hires will make or break the business. I've heard that before and I've seen it in, in practice. Your first 10 hires will make or break the business. They're the most important hires because if your first 10 hires, you fire, you have to like get rid of them all. Then, then it's your, you know, you're at 20, you've hired 20 people. You're also like jaded from the experience of hiring people. And obviously, you're not great at hiring. And and the reality is, being an early stage founder, you are going to be doing all jobs, right? You're going to be doing the marketing in the early days. You might be terrible. You might be great at marketing. You're going to be doing the finances. You might be terrible. You might be great. But you're all going to be hiring. Yeah. And unless you've done a lot of hiring, and most founders uh, haven't done a lot of hiring and managing of people. So it's all new to you as well. So, you know, it is very important that the first 10 people you bring on uh, are filling gaps that you have. Yeah. So don't just hire someone for the role that you need a job to be done. Hire someone that takes initiative that might take space up in the company, which is a positive thing because in the early days of a company, you need someone who can take responsibility in areas that they don't necessarily have the payroll responsibility. Yeah. They sort of just, you know, no one's going to handle this. No one's going to take ownership here. So I need to. Those are the kind of people you want to hire. They might not always be the most qualified person for the role, but a person for the role. Um, but they're the kind of person who's going to have the kind of attitude where it's like, you know what? Like, I want to be part of a startup success story, whether they have equity or not. I want to contribute to this. And I can actually say that I was one of the first hires. And then obviously say there's no equity involvement at the beginning anyway. Um, you know, that puts you in a better position to have that kind of conversation. Yeah. You're starting to actually take a role. We've seen this where startups hire someone who becomes very important and then gets co-founder status. 
as part of the package. They get a, they get some equity later on, a small amount of equity maybe, and then you know they get they they basically say, hey, you know, like you're, you're so instrumental to this business, you know, we're going to give you co-founder status as a deal sweetener to keep them on, because they become so instrumental to the business, right? Mm-hmm. So so I think you know hiring someone in the early days is so is really just like finding the right match to the team how to find the right match what should you do to like actually find those people everyone says find the right people find the complementary people of you but how do you find these people is should you use like a company that's hiring for you or should you go out there yourself it's like it's I feel that is a topic alone. It's so hard to find the right people. I think one of the greatest assets or one of the greatest lessons early stage entrepreneurs need to um, find out themselves is understanding the value of their own time okay, and understanding the value of other people's time. What I mean by that is you just gave the example of asking someone else to hire for you. You know, obviously that's a luxury if you can have a, a kind of a, a company that finds the right person yeah. for you. You have to pay for that. If you can afford it, that's great because you have a professional organization who does recruiting, headhunting to find that. That's a lot. what a lot of um, startups will do when they start to raise money, when they have like scale-up capital. Then they'll hire an organization who specializes in hiring teams. and Because there's no guarantee that you can hire a lot of great people, which is what you need. But those great people need to work well with other great people. Yeah. And that's no guarantee either. No. So in reality, you really need to understand... Um, that the value of your own time is best spent where you are best at. Mm-hmm. So if you can hire people for the roles that you need, but also, you know, um, get people to help hiring for those roles, of course, of course, that's an asset, you know. So yeah. um, it obviously is unrealistic in the early stages of most businesses. Though. Yeah, okay. Sleep with them first before marry them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, go on a date with them first. Yeah, yeah exactly. Go on a date with them before you get into bed with them, right? Yeah. Um, and marry them, which is which is, which is is a funny metaphor, but it's true. It's because you just basically spend a bit of time with that person because, you know, that's the thing. Attitude is the one thing that I think when people go into interviews, of course, they're trying to like be the best of themselves and stuff like that. And like very rarely people do a bad job in an interview because they're trying to be the best job of the person yeah. that, them, that they are. Um, however... In the case that, you know, you don't spend that time getting to know a person, getting to know their attitude, getting to know the team fit, and you're an inexperienced hirer, that's when mistakes can get made. That's when costly mistakes can get made. And that's when founders can often get disheartened because I've had some negative experiences. I know many founders have had negative experiences with hires and with, 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 with other things of that nature. And they get disheartened, meaning that they get scared away from doing that kind of thing. Or they get, they get kind of, they put barriers up. So they, they become worse because they're more scared and more worried okay. about pulling the trigger and making yeah. the wrong decision. But the reality is, I think you should all know, you should all know this, that you are going to make a mistake hiring. It's only human. And that doesn't mean that the person is the wrong person. It might be the wrong person for the right role, the right role for the wrong person. It can be any number of these kind of things. But the reality is you're going to mess up. Be patient with yourself. It's a learning journey. As soon as you can afford to do it, hire the professionals to do it for you. And you shouldn't have to worry as much then. Yeah. I think we should wrap it up there. Let's do it. Yes. Thank you for watching. Please subscribe to the channel. Thank you, Matt, for sharing your knowledge. First time he's thanked me, you know that. <laughs> yeah, Thank it you, is. <laughs> it is. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know in the comments, please. We need some comments right now. We're really trying to push comments in the videos. Um, we need to prove to people that we have comments on our videos. So please comment on the video if you enjoyed <laughs> this. If you got value from this, and write in the comments a, a question that you have that maybe I can yeah. answer, Rufus could answer, and we could find out for you. Maybe that would be valuable for you, and we'd be happy to share it here at Lunacorn on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe. Yeah. Bye. Ciao.